You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Tom here, and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. Oh, fellas, fellas, the Panthers are going back to the Super Bowl. But we'll you talk can't about- <laughs> truly believe in that. You we'll do talk- realize they beat the Falcons, right? Hey, that's just, hey, we'll take dubs at this point. We're eating dubs over here. Shout out to Jameis Winston. For taking down the the Buccaneers for us. Well, he actually didn't take them down, so it oh, wasn't Jameis Winston. Poor buddy. He he did. Well, hey there, Arby in the back. The better part. Maybe, maybe maybe lack of presence. Maybe that's how Jameis Winston uh uh made it. Lack of presence allowed them to win and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today. Well, so well, in a sense, indirectly, he did have something to do with it. Well, all I will say is. My pick in the Green Bay Packers went and beat the undefeated Cardinals at their place with three less receivers and still won the game. So I don't know. I'm feeling more and more confident I'm going to be $40 richer after this season because it is looking good. And I, I still, for some reason, I'm still thinking Steelers could do better. It's going to be it's going to be a crapshoot on who who's better, the Steelers or Panthers, because they're both. It don't really matter. It's just right now. Going I, I don't know what you're talking about because I, if you look at how the Pittsburgh Steelers are winning versus how the Carolina Panthers are limping, you obviously see that there's a huge difference. Hmm. Just wait. Wait till we get the best running back in all-time Panther history back, and then we will talk about that again. When, when is Jonathan Stewart going back to the Panthers? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know he ain't gonna say nothing about that. <laughs> Come on, what, what, what were you lightning? Were you lightning in the thunder and lightning combo? Yeah, I, I'd like to think I was, but okay. Jonathan was just as fast. It was though. actually double trouble. Yeah, it was double, double trouble. trouble. But yeah, I—that's how we know you didn't really watch us when we were younger. What's because that? nobody ever called us lightning and thunder. Thunder and lightning. That, yeah, that's what I heard. No, oh, yeah. Was, no, nobody no. ever said that. Nobody I mean, ever said that, Tom. You're, li- you're lying, Tom. You're not a real, true, authentic Panther fan, bro, because oh, you would have known that. The lightning in the was another team with two backs. It was the, the Titans with Lindell White yep. and Chris Johnson was lightning and thunder. Oh, I I think Thunder and Lightning. I think D'Angelo and no, 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 no. We don't think that. You're wrong. You're thinking wrong. I actually have a shirt still that says Double Trouble. Yes, Double Trouble, Tom. Not Lightning and Thunder or Thunder. Look here. I Google Carolina Panthers Thunder and Lightning. The very first three articles that pop up are all about D'Angelo Williams and John Stewart. I'm I'm just saying there was never a Lightning and Thunder shirt. There was a Double Trouble shirt. March 24, 2017. The pair helped carry the Panthers' offense with a Thunder and Lightning approach. Come on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what they used as uh, how to describe it, but that's not what we were called. They were called Double Trouble. Right. But it's okay, though, Tom. I mean, it's tomato, tomato. I mean, you guys guys are casuals. I was in in there deep, so I know. True. True. About the Thunder and Lightning. Double Trouble is we got printed on T-shirts. The actual fans know about Thunder and Lightning. But it's all right. I digress. <laughs> Bro, you do realize it was us. I was there. I'm one of them. <laughs> Dude, 
But you know, and I block for them. CTE has got both of y'all messed maybe, up right maybe now. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> and I think it's also affecting you because you still have yet to ask us what we did this weekend. Hey. Other than talk about this team of yours that beat the Falcons by six, 19 to 13, in which was a very boring game. Well, it is, in, in, in all honesty, it's probably going to be hard for them to win next week because Sam Donald got a concussion in that game. So I'm not sure how that's going to go. Oh, no, we're going to have Deshaun Watson next week. That's not happening. Because they're going to trade McCaffrey then for him, right? Nope, they're trading. No, that's not happening then. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, well, let's go ahead and jump into what did we get done this weekend. But first, let's go ahead and shout out our sponsors, McFly CBD. And I'm going to McFly CC with me. Come on, because I need y'all to tell me what you what you got with these CBDs from McFly. D'Angelo, I mean, you, you're the one that brought them to us, right? Yeah, I they they help really well with pain. Um, and it just chills you out for some I don't know, but there's no THC, there's no psychedelic effects, so I, I, I like it, and it's all natural, so that's the good part about it. So whenever you had a rough weekend, holla at McFly CBD to help you get over those long headaches from dealing with people that don't know their Panthers history about Thunder and Lightning. But go ahead, fellas, tell us about your weekend. Well... D's really going to need uh, some CBD to deal with a rough weekend next week because after next week, he could be owing us $3,000. What? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, okay, let me see what we got going on here. What we got going on here. What, what's so, our so I'm just, this one was pretty, this is pretty quick and easy because there's not much to say. The final was 42 to 14. So there wasn't much to say. We blew them out, and this was a local uh, county rival. So uh, we are now this five and four. This was Ridgeview, Ridgeview, right okay. down the street. So okay. this is a county rival. We blew them out. We didn't have our running back. We running back by committee. School, our quarterback ran a ball. Our fullback ran a ball. He had broke his wrist. Mm. Bro, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time. I'm going to talk to you because Gary don't want to talk to us. When he first started this conversation, he said that there was nothing special about this game and then follows it up by saying (laughs) that his star running back broke his fucking wrist. He didn't play in the game. He broke it the week before. He broke it the week before. So we we won by running back like the week before that he broke it, Gary. Well, remember because I didn't, know it was bro- I didn't know it was broken until we got to practice. We knew he got hurt. We just, I was going to ask about that. Well, you know what, D'Angelo, this is actually good for you because this injury, Nolan Boyd Jaws bet. No, it right? actually doesn't. Four. <laughs> so it comes down to the last game of the season. If we win, we're entitled to 3K. If we lose, it's a, it's a push. Nobody wins the bet. Wow. How good is this team that you got to play, Gary? Tell they me are, what are your chances of winning it versus losing it? So they are three and six. Oh. Uh they have played some really good teams, but I don't think they are great. They're better than people thought at the beginning of the year, but I don't think they're very good. Do y'all so have common opponents? We are we do not. We do not have common opponents. So there's really no way of judging by anybody we've played. So I would say 
if we were if there was a bet, we would be favored in this game. Okay, so <laughs> I see what you did here. I I don't know if you're making it sound like they got a chance, or you truly honestly can't tell if this is a good team or a bad team because they've played some really good teams. I think a mix. I think it is. They definitely have played some good teams. Uh, but also, I don't watch their offense, so I have no idea how their offense is. Their defense just looks all right. They don't look outstanding. They look sound. They don't look anything like crazy, so I'm not really worried about that. So I, if we do what we need, we'll be $3,000 richer. Okay. Five and four going into this last game. Is there anything on the line? Is there any crazy, wacky scenario? First, first winning record since I played in, in our school. That's the only thing that's on it's the on line. It's on the line, yeah. Five and five is it sounds like so a that's winning not record. A winning record. Uh okay. So that's this is what we're preaching to the kids going into this last game. Hey, building first, for the seniors to go out with a winning record, first time since when I played, and then also just building for the future for all the younger kids. They need to keep improving on it and show that they're Middleburg's back. So I I also want to let you know this, Gary. And it pains me to say this, and I won't say this many times, but it really bothers me when you say back when I played, okay? Especially when it relates to high school football because you make it sound like your program since you left has been shit. Well, we we haven't had a winning record since I left. Gary's a legend, legend, Tom. <laughs> He's a legend, legend, Tom. It, it wasn't just me. I wasn't the best player on our team. Best player on our team was our running back. Yeah, but mm. if you were part of that team and you brought some some type of prestige to that high school, then you obviously now own something more than just a record now. You own a winning record. Correct. I am one of three with our number retired at the school. Is it because you went to the NFL or is it because you had I'd a probably record? say a mix of uh, – no, I would say we went the furthest our school – or uh, the school had ever been in school history my senior year. Second round of the playoffs, we beat the team that was projected to win state. So we had been the furthest a team had ever been. And obviously I went to college, went to the pros. So I think that's part of it too. All right. I'm going I'm to tell you this, Gary, and this is signs of a good coaching staff and a good recruiting service as it relates to high school. Those teams that year in and year out for 12, 15, 18, 20, 30, or always have been good uh, year in and year out, you understand what it takes to be at that level versus where you are in terms of you winning and y'all hadn't, they hadn't won since you left. Like, Correct. did they stop recruiting, or was they doing it like the you're not allowed to recruit. way? You're not allowed to recruit in high school around here. Public schools aren't allowed to recruit. So it's more that schools got came in. So, like, we've had – since I played, there is one, two – there's two new schools that have came in that just pulled kids from different areas. So two brand-new high schools got, got created or whatever, and there will be a third one – in about three years that will pull kids again from all the, the, cause originally it was orange park Ridge, you clay and us. Now there's Fleming and Oak leaf. And then there's going to be a new one coming in. So there's going to be three schools pulling from the original four. 
that we're in. So that's where I just, the teams are getting starting getting or getting a bunch of their talent pool changed. Like one of the kids that went to Oakleaf, he ended up going to Florida and got drafted in NFL or went to Miami, got drafted in NFL. He was actually uh, zoned to go to to Middleburg, but when Oakleaf opened, he ended up going to Oakleaf because of the new zoning area. Oh god. So a bunch of kids get pulled because of the different new schools. Okay. All right. I respect it. I, I just had to ask because, yeah. you know, if you can recruit, then, you know, I know there's a lot of public schools out here and it's not, you're not allowed to recruit. They be recruiting their ass off. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's I, not, I, I ain't know everybody in Florida following the rules, man. It, I, it's, I mean, it's, it's not like it's a documentary about it, but okay. Yeah, you're not supposed to recruit. And if people get caught, you can get programming. Or I don't even know the programming trouble. I think if the coach would get in trouble. I don't know if the program would or not. Oh, okay. I don't I mean, know how all that works, but we don't recruit, so. Okay. All right. I respect it. I respect it, man. What also, else? What else? I, before, that's all I really did. And I wanted to actually bring up Times Weekend because I know he had something very interesting happen Ooh, over the weekend. So I would okay. love for him to share his news. Right. Well, you know, we kind of talked about it last week on the podcast that it was possible I would miss out on this week, depending on what uh, the baby came. But, yes, little Charlie Jean decided to come out of Cynthia early and join this world on Wednesday. So we have a brand-new baby in the house, and that means that we got a lot less sleep in the house going on right now. (laughs) It's not like you don't sound like it either. Right. Where where did the inspiration come from with the super white name, Stella Jean? Stella Jean, except it's Charlie Jean. That's okay. (laughs) I mean, Charlie Jean, what what is the super? Like, why does she have two names? Well, so she actually has two middle names. So technically her first name is Charlie, and that's after Cynthia's grandmother, whose name was Charlotte Lee. And then Jean is from her other grandmother, whose name is Jeanette. And then this is, <laughs> yeah, so Charlie Jean. So and I was cool with it because it reminded me of Billie Jean, and I'm a big Michael Jackson. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, <laughs> and then you, did you choose Braden? No, so, well, uh, for Brayden, um, you know, we named him after my dad. His second name is Tank, so he's uh, Brayden Tank. And then his his second middle name is Bennington, which is also another one of Tom's names. It's a family name. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, great tradition of, have I told y'all the story about how that name came about for me? Yes, I think you've told me like four times. I don't think I, you've told the podcast, though. D'Angelo, so have I, do you remember if I've told you? I'm nah, going to tell no. you anyway. So, yeah, yeah, once you tell him, he'll remember. Yeah. So my dad had a business card that him and his buddy created this fake yes, persona. Yes, I've heard this story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they would pass it out to women. For those on the podcast that don't know, they would pass this card out to women. They were in the Air Force as a pickup line, and it had the name on there, and it said uh, CEO of this made-up corporation, Chelonia International, and so go around pretending to be this really rich guy. Uh, and so when I was born, he's like, I want to name him after the card. And mom was like, that's fine, as long as I get to pick the name. So I guess she was looking in her spice rack that day and happened to have time up on the ship. So uh-huh. she, she named me uh, DJ Big Time straight out the gate. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, but D'Angelo, how was your weekend? I, I think everybody set their timers. You got about 20 minutes, and then you come back and start listening again. Yeah, yeah, because he's, uh, he's going to rant. Wow. Right? I'm going to keep it. 
I'm a, I'm gonna keep it short, man. That we, means uh, that means 35 minutes instead of 25. Yeah, we had a uh, I had a I did a breast cancer event, uh, which is Battle of the Bras. Uh, we raised. I've done uh, they, that one. Yeah, they've raised over. <laughs> yeah, do you want to talk about that? <laughs> uh, raised over eighty-eight thousand uh, dollars for breast cancer, and then flew back and then had a sixty-mile bike ride uh, for this kid that passed away from this terminal uh, uh, cancer, the tumor that grew in his brain. Uh, we did a bike ride and it was pretty dope, uh, fast and. And like pretty awesome dude, uh, and they also had donated a hundred thousand dollars to that particular cancer foundation. So um, it was a busy weekend, but like as far as like going in depth, it I, I, there's not a lot there. Can you actually explain to everybody what the Battle of the Brawls is? Uh, yeah, I I can. It's it's where companies uh, create these bras. And when they create these bras, there's usually a story behind each bra that relates to maybe a story that relates to breast cancer. They'll put these stories together and they'll, then they'll get models to come out and have these models walk down and model these bras. And then you're, you judge these bras. And uh, that's why it's called Battle of the Bras. Well, you can also... Uh, raise money there on the stage uh, in dollars, if you will, if you, you know, willing to get edgy. <laughs> it all and, goes uh, to breast cancer. And it all goes to breast cancer. So I'm just going to leave it there because I don't want to, I don't want to. No, I just wanted spot. people to know what it was because I know I did, we did that event and you meet some of the people that are survivors from the, of breast cancer who've actually helped build the bras too. And it's amazing the stuff they create. So I think it's an awesome thing. And I know you do it all the time. I know we weren't able to do it last year because of COVID because I was planning to do it again with you. So I think it is a great event. I just wanted to bring some notoriety to it. Oh, thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. So Gary, do we, do we have pictures of you in the bra? Uh, you do not want pictures of that? <laughs> No, I'm yeah, sure. I want to be able to show our YouTube audience. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't. This ain't. This ain't the one you want to see. <laughs> this was dead. This was Gary. Gary went all in, all in, and it was just not. I was making. I was raising some money for breast cancer. Oh, he did exactly that too. He raised a lot of money. He, did. <laughs> did he, did he I, raised I mean, a lot of eyebrows too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I, I'm I'm gonna leave it there. I'm the getting prepared for wonder. my rant in the a few minutes. Can wonder. Um, well, real quick before we jump into, I know we got to get to D'Angelo's take on Alec Baldwin that we promised everyone yes. last week. Uh, we've brought this topic up a few times, um, but I wanted to get y'all's take real quick on Calvin Ridley stepping away. Do you think he's done for the season? What What do you mean stepping away? So uh, in case you didn't know, in case people don't know, listen, Calvin Ridley released a press statement before the game today or yesterday saying that uh, he was going to step away to focus on his mental health. He needed to step away from the game for a little bit and focus on himself so he can make himself a better person and come back when he's ready. And so he did not play in the game yesterday. And so Times basically asking if he's going to play there. I think he will come back at some point this year for sure. Um, I I don't think anybody has any ideas. I think 
there was writing on the wall whenever he didn't travel to London for the same reason, personal reasons. And I think everybody just assumed it was because of vaccinations and all that kind of stuff. But obviously it's something much bigger than that. And I think, uh, I think he'll be back for sure at some point during the year. D. I, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not, I'm not mature enough to have this conversation. <laughs> So, because I know that, I'm just going to pass on it. I, I like the podcast. I like my living. I like where I'm at. I'm I'm not, I don't want to offend anybody. So, say to say he does not agree with it. Okay, gotcha. I, 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 I do not 100% agree with it. I don't agree with it at all. Um, the, the, It's just, and the only reason why I don't agree with it is because if you look at it from a, a, a normal perspective if if i call my job and i told them hey i i, I gotta take a couple of days off of my mental health and that job in turn said hey you know what you ain't gotta do you ain't gotta worry about taking those days off you could take all the rest of these days off too you're fired it would that company be wrong it's just a question no i bet it i bet it happens all the time right and, and so, i understand your 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 thoughts on that because i think that is something that we always say, hey, people try to always compare us to their jobs. Yes. And then um, for certain conversations and then certain conversations they don't want to. So like I can I can understand your thought process when it comes to this because a regular job, you're not gonna have this flexibility or this ability to walk away and come back when you're ready. But because of our job and, our, and the profile we have, you're allowed to do it because of what it is. So I, I understand to me that makes you look like you're above everybody that's in other jobs, which doesn't make sense. But, hey, he's got to do what he's got to do. Right. It, it, I, it's crazy, man. It's I, I understand. I, and again, if it's truly mental health, yes, he's, he's doing the right thing. But because mental health comes in all different shape, forms, fashion, and not – not the real it's it's because it's a i it's it's hard to explain um because it's it's not something that you could you can for sure prove it's what or you, you have or you to, can see really right it's not something that you can see it's not something that you can prove or something that you could test for it's you having to take the word of the person that's telling you that they have the issues that they have and I think there, there, there where the there's where the problem is is because now we have to use our judgment to judge you based off some stuff that we've read in a book. No, I got you. Well, should be interesting. Should be interesting to see you. But you know, we all wish Calvin Ridley the best in his uh, ventures with that. Do you have one in your fantasy team? No, I do not actually. I don't have him anywhere. I, I, I was really disappointed by that at first, but now I'm like, okay. But you know, uh, you know, I, I because I know you guys always put the uh, actual well-being of the person before my fantasy ventures, because I know you guys have educated us on the podcast so much about how much uh, <laughs> the fantasy fan gets on your damn nerves. So I try not to be that fan. I try not to be that fan. I understand. But uh D. Yeah. I hope I gave you enough time to get you queued up. 
Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all have lost y'all ever loving damn mind coming after Alec Baldwin the way that y'all coming after him. This man is just purely trying to do his damn job. And 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 this is why I think it's funny. Because if this situation happened, and I'm using the film industry, and again, I'm compared to pe- compared to people's normal jobs. A normal job, if Gary was driving a FedEx truck or a UPS truck or a company truck, and he, boom, he hit somebody. Who are you suing? You suing yeah. the driver or you suing the company? Company. Okay. Going back to this Alec Baldwin thing, the production company gave him a loaded gun. Let's just say it's a loaded gun. He's an actor and he's not a gun expert. He's not like, hey, let me fire this, make sure this thing not working. The production company is responsible for that. Now, said turn, he gets the gun, pulls the trigger, shoot him and everybody just like, damn, you know, you negligent. How? How, Sway? Tell me how. Why are we even having this conversation? And even if he did do it, then you would come after the production company, right? Because you just said that you would come after FedEx, UPS, or the company then. Why are you coming after Alec Baldwin? I think people are coming after Alec Baldwin because he's come after guns so many times. He doesn't deal with guns. That's what's crazy. Right. So he knows he's he's not a gun expert. He's an anti-gun person where he's like... Exactly. I know, but what I'm saying is... I, I, I don't understand. So you're telling me, you're telling me if a role is required me to handle a gun that allegedly or supposedly supposed to be fake that shoot blanks, you telling me I can't do that because I'm against guns, so I can't do my job because I don't believe in guns? That makes no sense. No, it's not about that, but it's just saying that, uh, you know, these people are, are saying that if, if you're going to be, you know, this big anti-gun person and you're not even educated enough to, uh, you know, I understand what you're saying. I agree that, that whether you was educated his... on the gun or not, you still well, would have, he still would have pulled the trigger because it was yeah. a prop gun. Yeah. I think the problem is he doesn't have to have education to deal with the gun. When you're an actor, you don't need to, that's you everybody that's in charge of the set and all that. That's their job, not his, like the production company, whoever's all that kind of stuff. That's their job. He's just an actor. I agree. So, I agree. I, I think, and I, so what do y'all think? Because I know they had mentioned that they might not make this movie now. It might not ever get made because of it. Do you think it should be canceled or no? I personally do not because Brandon Lee, who passed away with a very similar situation back in the early 90s, Bruce Lee's son, he died in the same way, and they still finished the movie and made it. They did it as a dedication to him because he was already in the film and all that kind of stuff. And they CGI'd his face onto one of the characters for a scene because there was the last scene they hadn't finished yet. So I think you could finish the movie. and But I don't know. I think people are going to take it the wrong way because of the way we are in society nowadays. They could be like, oh, we're going to finish the movie because it's what she would she would want or whatever. And people will just take that the wrong way. Like they wouldn't want the movie to stop. And I think because that was her love. And I think that's the thing that people will be like, oh, that's not right. Somebody died from it. You just can't make it. But but it's been proven they've done this multiple times that this happens. It's not – it's an accident. It's not like this is meant to happen or anything. And there's multiple movies that people have died after. Poltergeist, 
literally like a couple months after the movie finished, the little girl that's in Poltergeist was killed. Like eight people died filming that movie after that movie film was made. Like eight people in the cast or not cast, but like behind the scenes cast all had died for mysterious reasons. And they, they said that film's cursed. There's multiple movies. They say films that cursed. They made them still filmed them, did all that kind of stuff. It just, it just doesn't make sense. It's, it's, it's a unfortunate tragedy. Bro. I, I don't even know why we having this conversation. Why are we talking about this? People die at work all the time. Like they don't, they're not going to close a Walmart down because one of the employees die. So why are we shutting down the whole movie? I understand like this. It was a, it was a tragic accident. Why is my movie now up for, Oh, we got to shut it down. One of the greatest actors of all time, Heath Ledger, he died before Batman came out. If they would have held that movie from us, knowing how good they were, I'd have been pissed. I I, I know Heath would have wanted them to show that. Correct. And you that's what I'm what saying. saying? Like, so, like so that, that was her love. Like, right. If, if, if she's dying in vain, bro. If she can't, if you're telling me that she died making this movie or making this film, and you now want to keep people from seeing it, she she died for nothing. But I do think some of it is, is probably. I guarantee I'm I'm willing to guarantee Alec Baldwin will have some issues to dealing with it because how is he going to film another scene with a prop gun knowing what could flash in his mind because of what happened previously? I could see it being tough for him. Now, if he chooses to nix the film because of him and stuff he can't deal with, then that's a different story. Because I could honestly so, see that, like if if somebody shot somebody, if you shot somebody and you had to hold a gun and still film other scenes, I'm sure that's yeah, gonna that's, affect you. I, okay, I can see that being rough. I didn't think about that gear. Yeah, that's a good that's a good perspective to look from because he's an anti-gun guy. He just killed somebody, mm-hmm. and now you have to redo the scene. You just kill that person. Do yeah, that's rough. So I could see, I could situation. see it, it'd be his. I think it should be his call on. I think his call, and then you could also, if you want, you could still bring in his, uh, her, the the lady's husband, and talk to him, and have all that kind of stuff, and make sure he's fine with that type of stuff, and make sure things are done to to honor her and stuff like that. I think you, you there's a way to do it the right way, but I think a lot of it's going to fall if Alec Baldwin could even do it. So, so this is the problem I have with this. This is the only reason, and it's for selfish reasons. If Alec Baldwin. If they shut this show down or this movie down, I can see Alec Baldwin retiring from acting altogether because of this one situation, because of his inability to deal with the fact that he literally just killed somebody on set. Correct. I could, and I think that would be a logical thing for him to do if that if he felt that's what he had to do. Like I would. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want him to retire fault. though. No, I agree, but I don't think anybody He's would still, fault him. No, I, I'm fault. I would fault him because I don't want him to retire. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, but I think you would understand. You would hate I, it. I still don't understand because again, <laughs> people die at work all the time. It was a die tragic accident. Is different. Yeah, but she. It was I a tragic accident. So he killed, it, you're telling me that he killed her. Oh, okay. Hold on. Here we go. Prime example. You said this uh, last week. What makes you a bad person if you kill somebody? Is Alec Baldwin a bad person? We'll re- t- re- bring this right back up to last Ooh, week's conversation. We we we're not ready for that, bro. We're not going back in the past. We pe- that's in the past. We're gonna leave so, the past. So you're in the changing past. your thoughts from last. We week don't want to. We don't want to go back there. 
You see we put the past time? in the past. And I said yeah. a murderer, not a killer. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> There's a difference. Wordplay. Uh huh. Well, well, wordplay. Well, uh, you know, my question is with this whole situation, have you guys, y'all want to put your tinfoil hats on real quick for a second? All right. Have you heard of her husband's connections to the Clintons? No. So I'm not doing it. I'm not her, believing it. Her husband is a high-powered attorney that was uh, uh, on some sort of defense team for the Clintons. And so there's a rumor circulating that somehow he had fallen out of favor. And this is how the Clintons no. were getting back at him. I will 100% discredit <laughs> that. I am not given that. I think too many people have too many things going on in their head. They have to create random things that make no sense. That does not make sense. It shouldn't be brought up. This is a tragedy that happened. It's unfortunate that uh, a husband and a child have to deal with it. And no, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. All right. I, I, I sometimes think to myself, Tom, I'm like, man, Tom can't get any lower. Look, and then I, you I'm do just, it. You I'm continue to get low and low every I week, bro. I'm not saying that I, I, I put any truth behind it, but I've seen that that uh and since we've had the conspiracy theory podcast i feel like it's my duty to bring those conspiracy theories to you guys when they're floating around well bring up some that actually would make sense because this doesn't make sense why wouldn't it make sense it doesn't make sense we're not even getting into it all right <laughs> you guys must know something we don't <laughs> i'm just kidding Right, exactly. Y'all know y'all know better than to talk about the Clintons. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just kidding. All right. I, well, I, I I have a question. I have a question, and and I don't know if I asked this. You know, I think I asked this question before. I think I asked this question before. Never mind. Oh, okay. No, I'm 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 a pass on. What I'm you got for us, time? Well, my thing, I want to ask D'Angelo, what in the hell? I'll go sit in the corner. I'll go sit in the corner, I guess. When you, all right, you know, Gary, you, you, you can be here with me because I want to know what your favorite Halloween candy is, too. But I need to know why in the hell D'Angelo Williams likes candy corn. You know, it's funny. I saw a tweet. I don't even know if you get on Twitter anymore, D'Angelo, but I saw a tweet where somebody said, candy corn is for cheap people. <laughs> that's the candy for that's, people that's that are cheap. So that is right up D'Angelo's alley. So I tweeted at him. I said, D, it makes sense why you like candy corn now. So D'Angelo, I want you to come out here and stand on your pedestal and defend your love for candy corn. And don't bring up any other candies. Only talk about candy corn. So look, man, I, t- I, I sent out a tweet and I also posted that candy corn to Halloween is like alcohol to get-togethers. Not everybody have a taste for it, but the people that have a taste for it love it. Literally, verbatim, the tweet and the messages that I sent out there, because that's what it is. Not everybody has a taste for alcohol. In fact, you would get judged for drinking alcohol around the right people. It's the same way with candy corn when you consume it. If you consume candy corn around the right people, they would tell you how nasty and gross you are. But it's okay, though. <laughs> it is okay 
because candy corn is the liquor to all events. Okay, it's it's fine. We it's okay. Did you no. have Did you have candy corn over Halloween? Yes. Okay. Yes. Candy corn is. I'm not gonna hey, let and you. And my favorite is the pumpkin shape, bro. It still tastes the same, but for some reason, the pumpkin flavor, bro. And you add peanuts to it. Oh. No liquor. If I don't even know what I can. Candy corn is like the Mad Dog 2020 of candy. Of candy, it ain't. It ain't no liquor. What you talking about? Man, whatever. <laughs> well, whatever. Well, this kind of gets us into. I know one of the things you wanted to bring up because you're talking about the liquor um, and you know people's vices. And I know you talked about in the chat. You wanted to ask, can you do drugs casually and what not be addicted? Is that what she said? Yes. I so yes. I I I'll tell you how the conversation came up. Uh I've talked I was talking to a couple of friends. And as I'm talking to a couple of friends, you know, I was just asking them about, you know, just certain things and stuff like that. Uh about alcohol and stuff like that. And and I was like, Hey, can you can you drink alcohol and not be considered an addict? And verbatim everybody was like yeah you can't they was like you could do casual drugs and not be a drug addict and i was like i thought the pure definition of doing a drug i automatically makes you an addict and apparently that does that does not um i've got schooled by several people that you can do it casually i was even told by a friend like hey i'm not an addict because i can drop it in two seconds and I was like, but you hadn't dropped it, though. That's what makes you an addict, that you didn't drop it. I, I, I know that you you say you can, but you I don't think you can. And then we just broke down just addiction, period. Like, what does addiction look like to people, right? We broke that down and we had that conversation. And, you know, we'll, we'll have that later. But the question is, is can you casually... Do drugs or casually um, drink alcohol and not be addicted? Yes, depending on what it is. So you could casually do crack? I think crack, no. I, th- I think crack, heroin, I think those two, you are, if you do it, you're not going to just casually do it because it's so addictive. So do you're I think saying, you could? Do I think you could do cocaine? Do I think you could do weed? Do I think you could drink alcohol and try doing like like once every two years or a year and a half and not be addicted? Yes, I do think you can. I don't think all of them have as addictive properties as heroin and stuff like that would have, or meth. Tom, what you got? Well, to me, I think it just depends on what you define addict as or addicted. So to me, that means that you develop some sort of dependency on said substance. And so, you know, I could drink alcohol every week once, once, you know, maybe once or twice a week. I don't think that makes me addicted to alcohol. Like your friends say, you can stop anytime. I don't really have like a dependency on it. I don't wake up and say, ooh, I got a drink, you know. Or, oh, if I don't drink, you know, my body starts going crazy. So, you know, I, I know, um, obviously, being in the night industry, you see casual 
<laughs> drugs all the time, uh, you know, uh, cocaine especially, and, you know, mollies and stuff. So I think there are people that use them for, um, you know, especially like molly. Like if you go to like a rave or something, I think there's people out there that are going to be rolling on whatever. Um, and maybe that's the only time they ever use it is whenever they're at, a, you know, a concert or a rave or something. So I think so there is a I certain- rave three times. So if I rave three times a week for like the next six months, am I now addicted or I'm just partying hard? Right. So that 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 would that would come to say is like, do you start taking it when you're not raving or when you're or, you know, does your body de- develop a dependency on you taking this drug? Is it that, you know, you start to have other factors of your life affected like, are you missing work to go rave and, you know, get Molly? Are you not being able to pay your bills because you're going to – then then I think that that's the sort of stuff that creates the idea of addiction. Um, but I do think that a person could use drugs casually and not be addicted to them. Wow. I just I, – I was under the impression the pure definition of taking drugs was addiction, and you just buff. I mean, you auto, you automatically subscribe to the word. So if what? you ever, so if you try a cigarette or you try alcohol, you're addicted now. Man, I'm gonna I'm tell you a conversation that I had with my father, my father-in-law, and I I don't think he'll mind me telling this story. My father-in-law says he's been smoking since he was like 11 or 12 or some crazy number like that, and he always talk about the 50s and the 60s and the 70s or whatever, it, like whenever he was born or whatever. And um, he goes, yeah. He was like, I, I hadn't, I'm not addicted to cigarettes. And I'm like, what? You aren't? He was like, no, uh-uh. He was like, I quit for like three or four years. And I go, oh, for real? He was like, yeah. And then I just started back. He was like, I can quit if I want to. So <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I, I was like, dad, you didn't quit. You took a break. So what's your definition of quitting? Like, is, is there a time period on it? Because, you know, or does it matter what or does it not matter? You see what Quit, I'm saying? Quitting is if you never go back to it. Okay. So it's okay to say breaks if you start back up doing what it is you said you yeah, stopped Yeah, you doing. didn't quit. You, you took a break. Because okay. I don't think – because every night you take a break when you go – when you, you could say every night I quit until the morning because then that's your next one. Like if you if that was your definition, you took a break because you went to sleep and you didn't smoke, or you didn't smoke for a day. I quit for a day, and then you start. So I think quitting is you quit and do not go back to it. That's the that is what quitting is. You don't redo it ever again. That is what quitting is. Okay. All right. I, so I you, don't know you, about that because you would say that somebody quit on their team even though they go back and play another game later. You know what I'm saying? So I think no, they quit I, on their team that game. So you quit on that game. Game right. Right. Uh-oh, time. Uh-oh, time. Right. No, you but what I'm Gary, saying is Gary, like, correct that quick. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, a game is, on is game, one, but... one singular thing. It's smoking is it's a it's a whole it's your life thing. A well, game I is think, individual. I think that you could say that you have the intentions of quitting and you quit and say something. I you know, I think it's relative time period. So say you're smoking every day and then all of a sudden you haven't smoked in two, three years and you quit and you've quit smoking and you don't have any intention to smoke. Well, you know, something might happen in your life later on um, that causes you to realize, okay, 
Well, um, then, it, our, then it turns into you just took a long break and came back. You didn't quit. Yeah, we, you it, came it, back we, don't, well, we don't care what the situation well, the, is. Well, in if that you case, go you back, can't, you go back. Well, in that case, you can't ever say that you quit anything in your whole life because you don't necessarily know where your life's going to take I you. Quit football. Well, you don't know that. You could go I back did, and play in the. Uh, I'm not going back. I quit football. <laughs> you never know. What if, what if, I know for a fact. I can tell you, me personally, I quit football. What? What <laughs> if? What if the Jags? What if the Jaguars call you tomorrow, offer you ten million to come play football? It's not happening. So it's, no, 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 no. If they did, though, if this they is did, the what if reality? Okay, but what I'm saying is, there's still possibilities. You, you, you wouldn't turn that right down. Now. You gonna hey, you gonna pop some all this stretching <laughs> well, time? No, what I'm saying is, all if Gary could use that as his definition of quitting, then you never are ever gonna know if you actually quit something. I think Correct. You quit, took a break. quit in that term is relative because you did quit because you stopped doing something that you're doing every day for an extended period of time, and then. You had every intention of never doing it again, but you know, like you said, like I said, stuff happens, and so I, which, I count that as quitting. Yeah, you might quit for now, but when you started back up, you didn't quit. You took a break now because you started back. At, at first, it started as quitting, but as soon as you start back, now that was just a break. You didn't quit. I don't. I, I, I so don't I think agree. everything you do, you quit. Yes, if you stop doing something, you quit. But if you ever pick it back up again, you didn't quit it because you went back to it. Uh, I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with your nuance on that term, but I, I see what you're getting at. Correct. Everything starts as quitting, but then it can be changed as soon as you start back again. But I got I, a question I, I for don't, you. I yeah, got a go question. Uh, I got a question, D. This was for you, and I guess it could be for time, too, because when his kids are older, but you already have kids old enough to do this. So I saw an interesting thing the other day. Uh, Somebody I know, their child got caught vaping at school. And their child's like, I want to say anywhere from 10 to 14, 15 maybe. I don't know. I don't know the exact age. I'm just giving a round rage because I don't know the age. And so the punishment was they had to go stand out in front of a grocery store with the sign saying, I got caught vaping at school for a certain amount of time. I don't know how long the time was. Do you think that pun- – what do you think about that punishment? I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. I, I'd have took that punishment over the punishment I used to take back in the days. Oh, yeah. That shit was yes. a fight. I got beat when I was a kid. And I didn't even realize I got beat until, like, now I see these kids and you can't touch them. Because yeah, I was like, like I child protective services on you. Oh, my parents – man, my parents fought me based on the new laws that, that's in place right now. Which you can't even look kids, at a kid. That's why people are soft now because they don't. They're no longer allowed to get spankings. Dude, I. Before we go into this, Gary, can can you bring us back to this because I want to take us somewhere because I know we're on the heels of Halloween, man. And 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 again, I don't I I don't want to lose this. Because so you want I, me to bring it up next week? No, 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 no. We can, we can, we can handle this after this. We have this conversation, oh, right? Because I, I don't know if it's gonna be a while. We might not have time. No, no, no it's not gonna take that long. Okay. I'm about to say we Stop only it, got, we only got. We, we don't... Yeah, it, it ain't gonna take that long. So, so this is what, this is what I want to talk about as it relates to Halloween because I, I missed it when we talked about it earlier. Kids these days are soft, bro. Hold on, can I mention my, my wife, favorite candy first? I didn't get. I didn't get to. My favorite Halloween candy is those little uh, peanut thingies, the little gummy peanuts. 
Circus oh. penis, Gary. Yeah, there you go. That's you are I'm disgusting. Wow. You're, you're you a are a disgusting human being, saw, bro. I saw D'Angelo's rant about that. It is not you circus penis. You are disgusting, bro. <laughs> Minus sixlets. Again, yeah. sixlets. Do you agree or do you not agree that trick-or-treaters are soft these days? Dude, my wife stood at the end of the driveway, bro, and passed out candy to the kids. I was like, what are you doing? She said, I'm standing out here to give the kids the candy. I said, no. Back in my day, I don't give a damn how long your driveway was. We had to walk down that driveway. We had to ring that doorbell. And with pride, we would say trick or treat. And we would then get our candy. And then we would walk down that long ass driveway and then walk to the next house like it was nothing. Correct. They don't I, even say trick or treat anymore. They just stick their hand in the bucket, get the candy. It should just be candy day. See, then I, I put it on everybody at the if, if everybody's at the end of the street, I put it on the, on the whole street. I hundred percent agree. You should have to go ring the doorbell. Bro, there was no do- ringing the doorbell. In fact, they didn't even have a porch light on on the ones that was passing out candy because they didn't have to because they was at the end of their driveway. See, no, I, I'm against that because this is trick or treating is also a form. Does I always this is what my parents always said. It's a form of outside activity as well for your kids because they get to walk. They're going to get all this yeah. candy, so you get to walk off all that energy because you know they're going to be eating it. So you have them walking the whole time. You don't. You don't take why? Why? Like I've seen people. I've seen people drive their kids each door, let them out, and they go up there and get it, and then get back in the car and drive up again instead of walking to the next street. Next, I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. I will say, trick or treating has completely changed uh, for the worst. I would say. Because of those situations, we don't we make it too easy. Not even easy. It just we don't. You take some of the fun out of it because, like growing up, you always remembered and enjoyed. Oh, I get to go ring the doorbell. They get to see my costume. You get to say trick or treat. If kids aren't saying trick or treat and they're just expecting candy, you uh, should make uh, them say trick or treat or they don't get anything. Yeah, I I was telling all my kids just take one, just take one. They was like, oh no, take as much as you want to, and I'm like, what? I was like, you know, back in my days, they gave you what they wanted you to have. You didn't stick your hand in there. Dude, we went to one house. They was giving out full candy bars, bro. I cannot make this up. We went to one house. They giving out full candy bars, and they're letting the kids pick which candy bar that they want. Do you want a, a Reese's? Do you want a Twix? Do you want a Snickers? Like this whole little assortment. I'm like, what? You see, that's that's not that to me. That's as me as a kid. That wasn't the fun part. The fun part was getting home and sorting all the candy and seeing what you got, not knowing what you got until you got home. I get to pick my candy out of each thing. That would not be fun for me. Like, just give me random. I think. Right. I I think that falls on parents. They need to bring back that that atmosphere. Make them walk all over the door. Make them say trick or treat. You give out the candy. Don't let them take the candy, and they don't get to see what it is. You just drop it in. They'll find out when they get home because it's yes. much. It's to me, it's more fun. Obviously, in today's society, everybody wants the instant satisfaction, instant gratification, which you yeah. get from picking your own candy, seeing what it is, picking out what you want, how much candy you want. That's not how it should be. That's not what trick or treat is. It's supposed to be fun, right. walking around, enjoying your friends. I think that's terrible. I, I'm sure that still goes around the old ways and other places. Maybe not in your bougie neighborhood. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't get yeah. trick or treaters at my house. I live in the middle of nowhere, so I don't have that. That you've luxury. never gotten one trick or treater. No. no, no, no. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I have hey, old no, houses ain't, on my road. Ain't nobody rough. making it down Gary's road. Yes, I. That's that's insane. But, last question though. Oh, but, La- last question. But, oh, but one thing. But I I have no problem with full size candy bars, but do not let them choose what they want. Yes. Because I, I think I, there's always good to have one or two houses that give out full size because then you know everybody's like, oh, I can't wait to get to this house because you're going to get a full size and all the rest of them give out the normal. It just mixes it up. Gary, this one right here, this next question is about to start a huge fight on this podcast and I'm okay with it because I woke up and I chose violence today and I already know we're not going to agree on this, not all three of us. At what age... Are you not trick or treating? Like when they show up and you just like, nah, you too old. I'm not giving you any candy, none of that. What's the cutoff on when you should be trick or treating? Um, when can you no longer walk from house to house? I would say when you get to high school age, whatever ninth grade age is, but fourteen. Really? Because that's what I would say, yeah. Really? I, I actually, I used, I went when I was still able to drive. <laughs> 15, 16. Look, bro. <laughs> uh, it was I'm, just for the candy, though. And it's an experience. That was a thing. I did it with my friends still. It wasn't like, oh, I, I, it was just more for the experience. Gary, I really dislike people like you. I dislike I, I dis I dislike people like you for this reason, bro. I am into costumes, okay? I love costumes. I love the pageantry. I wish I could be that father that dressed up and went house to house with my kids in full costume and people not think I'm a creep. But in 2021, you're super creep. You're not you're no longer like, "Oh, that's cool. The dad dressed up with the, like, oh man, he's doing too much. Like, geez, you know, calm down. But it 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 just it it bothers me because it's just I D, I'm gonna say this now. Mark it down. Next Halloween, I will come there and with you dress in a costume and walk with your kids door to door. Bro, and and they should be able to if you're gonna take the time. Again, Gary, if you're going to take the time, whether you're 4, 45, 65, 85, to go get a costume, dress up with a bag and say trick or treat, you deserve the candy that you put behind it. Oh, no, I, I was going to have a bag. I was not going to have a bag. That's what I'm saying. And everybody, and I, and, and I don't think people should question you like, hey, what are you doing? Or aren't you too old? That shouldn't matter. The true essence of Halloween is dressing up in costume and going door to door, knocking on houses and saying trick or treat. I think we should have, I think we should institute a, the Halloween for kids is the 30th. Halloween for adults is the 31st. Bro, when, when that'd be people great. Like you, there's people like you that you lose their imagination and they lose that, that fun part Come where you go out and you have a good time. Yeah. Well, I think what the thing is for Halloween, <laughs> Halloween for adults happens at the night club. Yeah. I, I, Sorry, I, I, little I, man's awake right now. 
I, I can I can agree with you on that. It it does. But but here's another thing too. But you I, I don't want to go to I don't want to go to a club and sweat and to show off my costume. I'd rather go get candy. I'm good with that. <laughs> right. Right. I, I and I'm good go with the candy money? too. Would you rather go get money? Take your costume to a contest, win some money. And I've done that, but I don't want to go stand in it. I will go there for the costume when it times out. I'm leaving. I'm not going to be there for seven hours in a costume just to show it off. I'll go be there right when we need to do the costume because me and D's done it. <laughs> yes, we have. This is, how you know, this is how you know Gary don't go out. He's talking about some seven hours. Don't no normal human go out to the club for seven hours. <laughs> if you get there at 11, you're not leaving until it closes. <laughs> All right, that's four yeah. hours. <laughs> okay. It depends on the state you're in. And Kentucky, yeah. it's 5 a.m., so it's right. not. Right, okay. That's, that's not even that's seven hours. hours. <laughs> so five is six hours. 11 is five is six hours. She six is hours. not happy over there. She is not happy. He is oh, failing. Guy, yeah. yeah, failing over there. His struggle right there. But I'd have been on that struggle bus before where you're trying to work and get stuff done and – and the kids don't want to act right. They want to scream and act like they mama. I done been there. I know I exactly what that. you mean. Cairo gives me fits all the time. He's always barking in the background. You know, he's always trying to say, keep him quiet. So I, I I got this question, Gary, and we can end the podcast after this. And, well, we're going to bring up mine next time then. I, I, I Yes, I, I have to, Gary, ask this question because you just brought this up. Why do people that don't have kids that have animals think that said animal is just like a kid when it's not. I don't think he is. I, I obviously joke like it, but I think he is. I think pets are something that can not, it can't truly prepare you for a kid, but it prepares you in a way that you have to take care of something. Obviously there's different roles you have to take care of because you could just, you have to let it outside and you have to feed it. Same thing, but obviously you can leave it alone. You can't do that with kids. Obviously, it teaches you responsibility, the beginning stages of responsibility, and then you have to really grow up once you have kids. So I think people, they like to think they have a kid. Some people go way overboard with their pets, and but I think they are part of your family, and I think that's what you see. That's why, what are they? You're a pet, but they're still a, if you don't have kids, they're a child to you, but they're obviously a different form of a child. You struggle with that one, Gary. But it's okay though. We're gonna I'm gonna let you out the hook, man. I'm gonna let you out the <laughs> hook. I ain't gonna even pressure it anymore. Well, hey. I, I I'm a, I'll end it if y'all want me to, because it, it sounds like time's having a hard time over there. Uh works for so, me. Yeah. Let's uh we wanna thank you for joining in the, the Cinnamon you. and Sugar podcast. Uh I want you guys to I just remember, bro. Congratulations on your dub, bro. You finally won. Oh, you won know, one, you know. Man. All, all you I do is drain won it. One. Drainage. You finally won one. So you, man. you see what happens when I get in your head? I bring you to my head space bro. and I just dominate. I'm willing to bet time hasn't seen it, so I, I uh, have not actually. Time. I was gonna watch it, but Tim, I know it's a three point shootout, right? Yeah, typical yeah. time. He's never prepared. No big Congratulations deal. Congratulations on your dub, bro. My youngest daughter, we are all watching it. And my youngest daughter, you drained the money ball, bro. And her f- mouth was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah. She was like, how did you feel, daddy? I was like, I felt like he just sunk the money ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
the spoiler same alert time. The same way you <laughs> felt, bro. The same exact way. And then she was laughing at me. She was like, you look sick. Bro, she's seven. She's like, you look sick. I was like, oh, you have no idea. Oh, so y'all did three point shootout. What what kind of format did you guys? How do? about you go watch it? I would have watched it. For the people, the people that haven't watched it, what, no, you them. support us. They'll, they'll go watch it. I bet <laughs> they watched it before you did. Well, sorry, my uh, priorities were a little bit lined somewhere else. That's why you were in the hospital waiting. You could have watched it. You know. Uh, <laughs> so so everybody sleeping anyways. I'm guarantee you, little braid would love to watch it. First oh, yeah. of all, he's getting all the sleep. She, it's, she can't sleep. Well, no. now, now, no. I take no. that back. I take that back. She's sleeping he's right sharing now. this load. Yeah, he's sharing the load. He definitely sharing the load. I say that's again, why y'all had it screaming in my ear. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, you want me to end the time or you want to end it? Uh, well, she came out here and got him, so we're good now. I'll go ahead and cut us out. Appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode of the Sin Ministry Podcast. And whoo, I know after a long day of working on a podcast, I'm glad that we got that circle bottle to, to fill us back up as we hydrate. <laughs> Gary, how's our sponsorship coming? <laughs> you're, supposed, you're supposed to have those on deck for us. The hell? Oh, I got some. I could I drink them all the time. I drink yeah. it every day. Selfish. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. And maybe another. next week, time will have be prepared. He'll have watched both the videos to comment on it. Yes, because I can't wait to see how bad you guys are at basketball. To, I can't even believe that. Uh, I can't believe you lost, Daniel. After all that smack you talk about being. Hey, I never said I was good. I just said I was. I hustle. Okay. There's a difference. You say you good. I I know I'm not good. Well, I think I I'm better that. than you for sure. Now I know that's for sure. After uh, after I seen you lose to nah, Gary. Nah. Nah. <laughs> See, wait. <laughs> you actually haven't seen so. Well, yeah. I, I know that he's lost to you now. So I uh, we, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I've seen Gary almost yeah. get dunked on. But that's, it that's, that's how we is. It happen. like, <laughs> didn't happen. Never been dunked on in my life. Well, we appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. We out. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 